Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, Travis Boak, the big news for Port Adelaide. Uh, been toing and froing with it to go another year. He'll be 36 on the 1st of August next year. Um, I've sort of, I've sort of felt perhaps... It's the wrong decision, but then Travis has got the right, given his outstanding service to Port Adelaide, you know, to go on and, and take his chances where he makes the best side next year. Yeah, he, he certainly does. I think it's a really interesting one. Is that different opinions on this, and particularly Port fans, they love him, so I think they'll be happy with this news and hearing this news. But you're right, I think when you say out loud that he's 36 or he'll be 36 years of age, it probably shocks a few people. It certainly did myself when I looked at this not long ago that he will be running around the AFL next year. And, and he had his worst year out of those years, I think, this year. Yeah, I agree completely. Yeah. And um, so he will be the oldest player in the AFL next year. The only other guys that will be 35 and, and going on to 36 is Pendlebury, Todd Goldstein, who looks like he might be going to the Bombers potentially, and Tom Hawkins. So, look, Hawkins is still moving pretty well. His, his body is very good. It's incredible for such a big man. And we know how well Pendlebury played in that grand final. But... um. Yeah, there's not going to be many older guys running around. Even the best, Buddy Franklin, went another year. Um, and he can, he can go as long as he likes, but he, he's pulled the pin. Yeah, I wonder what Travis was thinking about. Um, because he may play, there is some chance to play for the Magpies. He, he won't maybe command a position, particularly if Port Adelaide um, stumble a little bit. I, I'm one that don't think they'll go higher than they did this year. I thought they did so well to finish second and third at the, the minor round, but when I look at the teams that we just saw over the last couple of weeks, I, I think they're a long, long way behind them. When the on the big stage, yeah, sure, during the minor round, you, you eke out a few wins, but the way that Brisbane and Collingwood and Carlton and even Melbourne, Melbourne's form was good, except uh, you know they kicked so many points. I think they're a fair bit ahead of Port. Yeah, I agree. There were some flaws that showed up in the finals, unfortunately. And uh, GWS are one of those teams that showed that. They are really looking good for next year, the Giants. But um, there's definitely some holes to plug. And potentially, you have to look at their list and, and look at maybe they had enough guys that they were willing to move on. But um, I guess you look at it and go, is he almost like your American mold, your locker room guy next year? So the expectation might not be that he plays every single week and it's, it's just get him fresh. And if we need him, we need him. But at the same time, yeah, I don't know if he'll be running around for the Magpies as much. It might simply be... All right, you have a rest get, this week. Yeah, let's get a few little blocks in here and, um, and you're going to really help us at the footy club and driving this group and this younger group as well, which is still pretty young, some of the players that are running around in that team. So would have been a very interesting conversation with his management, with him and the footy club. one three hundred seven three six seven three six. What are your thoughts there, Port fans? Um, do you think Travis, he obviously deserves it to go around, but is it the right decision? And Charlie Dixon's another one. Charlie just doesn't get out in the park. You, you and I see this a little bit differently. Um he, he probably plays half the games. He's hit and miss when he does play the games he plays. But you, you still think he needs 
needs to be the beacon up forward? Oh, I still think they need a, need to, seeing as they are effectively all in to try and win it in the next couple of years, which they are, they're not rebuilding. Um, I think they look at Charlie Dixon and it's been a tease for him. We haven't had him fully fit for a whole season. And you're right, that might never happen. But I guess you look at it and go, if we can get the best out of Charlie Dixon, if we are to contend to win a premiership, then we need him firing in our forward line. And I think that's what, how they see it. Yeah, have you, you would have seen players that... Um you know, perhaps everybody thinks they can play. I think Tom Jonas, the the game, and Tom's been such a wonderful servant for Port Adelaide. Uh, the game just seemed to pass him. He, you know, he was, he was slipping over. He lost his confidence. And I think even having the burden, the captain made it worse. But um, Tom's younger, though, isn't he? Rory Sloan is three years younger than Travis Boak. And yeah. there was a bit of talk there. Yeah, there was. Rory will be 33 uh, years of age uh, at the start of this season. So um, you're right, he's a couple of years younger than Boak. Uh, Tom was only 31, 32 this year now. So there's some. it does happen at different ages, which we know. But um, I guess if you look at last year's team, I mentioned Tom Hawkins, uh, 35. It's incredible how his body is holding up. But um, Do you think his output's just... Diminished slightly this year? Oh, maybe slightly, but he had some Besides incredible... Team. Well, he had some incredible games in the mid part yeah. of the season. He he came off that injury with his foot That's in right. pre-season and took him a little while to get going, and then he was in some incredible form. Now, I played with him when he had all those back issues and he couldn't get going, and once he got his body right, he just seems to just roll through every single season. And again, for someone that big to still be going around as well as he is, is, is rather incredible. But I guess if you look at some of the other players from that premiership side last year, Isaac Smith... 34, he's now retired. Zach Tui's going to go on, 33. So, yeah, it does get to that pointy stage uh, to see when the body's starting to drop off. And the only question I'd have for Travis is if he can still spread because we know that's what his strength was when he was dominating. He's running one three hundred seven three six seven three six. Port fans, you think it's uh, good for Trav to go on? That's a good all thanks to Copperham Estate, Australia's most awarded extra virgin olive oil, grown, harvested and first cold-pressed in northern Victoria. We're talking Copperham Estate Extra virgin olive oil, as I said, grown, harvested, and first cold-pressed in northern Victoria. Let's go to Troy. Troy's a port man. Hello, Troy. How you going, boys? Hey, how do you get extra virgin? Well, you don't want to touch that one. Extra virgin? Well, that's what it is. It's extra virgin olive oil. Thanks for giving Cobram another plug there, Troy. (laughs) Uh, That's fine. I expect a bottle in the mail, mate. So, yeah. yeah. Um, How you going, man? I'm well, Troy. How about yourself? Yeah, good. Hey, um, is Boki going to America, do you know? Uh, I'm not 100% sure on that one, but, yeah. um, yeah, that'd be no. interesting. Um, my, my phone call's about, um, I noticed on um, Saturday afternoon that Penders was a playing coach. I think you know what I'm talking about, like directing. Yeah, and out in the field, yep. I've seen him drag one, i actually seen him grab one player by, well, not the scruff of the neck, but, you know, put him in his place or whatever. I wouldn't say they were arguing, but the bloke probably didn't know exactly what Penders wanted. Um, You were just talking about older players then, Um, but uh, other clubs, they've got players like that, but are the younger players a bit, um, I'll use Malcolm's term, tookie la la to accept it. And is Malcolm on long service leave? Yes, he is. He'll be back next year, but he's on uh, he's on leave. Yeah. yeah. 
Okay. It's an interesting one, Troy. Um, You're right, because if you look at certain players at certain clubs and how it works, I mean, Luke Hodge is probably the best at it for Hawthorne, and that's why Brisbane were so keen on getting him, because he was such a good on-field leader, and the players listened to him. But not everyone's the same when it comes to strong personalities and and directional um, players as well. And the other thing I think that's good and important to state here about Scott Pendlebury is Pendles is still playing some incredible footy. Now, as a player, when you are playing and you're playing at a high level, you feel much more confident and comfortable to be able to direct everyone else around because you've got your own backyard in order. Whereas when you're starting to struggle yourself to spread and to hit targets and do everything right, then you might just feel a little bit more inward that, okay, maybe I shouldn't actually be telling everyone else what to do because I can't quite execute it myself. So that's probably a challenge as well that some older guys certainly will go through. And um, yeah, you do need them at each club though. And it's whether they're just in the best 22 or not. Yeah, I think the thanks for that, Troy. I think there's, you know, players in the past... um Fletcher, the fullback for Essendon, he's playing great footy, played 400 games. Sean Burgoyne. Yeah, outstanding. Great played um, yep. Craig Bradley before that. And Boomer Harvey mm. probably could have gone another year. He's yeah. a game's record holder. So Still running around now in uh, country, country well, he footy. Was, didn't the... he badly break his leg this year, though? Yeah, I don't I... know whether that's finished him off. But, I mean, what a... What a record, Boomer Harvey. Was he 37 when he finished? Oh, he might have been even old. He might have been 38. <laughs> so, so what we're saying is reform form dictates you go on. You go yeah, on correct. until you, if you command a position in that top 18, uh, front 18. And this, the Sloan one's interesting. And I, I think once again, for the same reasons as Boak, you give uh, Rory the benefit of what he's done for the previous 10 or 12 years. No, yeah. I, I agree with that. I, I think that maybe three or four years ago, it's a copycat league, and I think three or four years ago, teams started to go down the pathway of we've got to move on the older players and bring in a new group and really replenish this group. But at the same time, you need that leadership around the footy club. You need it in the team. It's so important. So, again, I'm fine with if Travis goes around next year and plays six or seven games in the AFL and maybe a handful in the twos if that's what happens. But, um, yeah, it might be more the off-field stuff that will really be important for them. With what Port are going to get, and let's say they get all three uh, sweet Radigalia and Zerk Thatcher. They is that enough? Do you think that propels them further ahead uh, of I, what they've got? I think it it will help it, them. It puts them ahead of where they are now. But will it put them into the categories of the Brisbane and Collingwood? Well, no, I don't think from getting those three players in. But that then will come back to the coaching, the game plan, the strategy in preseason to be able to get the best out of Ollie Wines, to be able to get the best out of their back line, which has looked very vulnerable at times. So, what do, do, what do you do with Ollie? Well, I would look at him and go, how did he win his Brownlow medal? It in the middle. In the middle on the inside. Yeah. All right, let's do that. I mean, who? Uh, let's have a look at the premiership team. Who have they got? Tom Mitchell. So get him to play yeah. like that and then put your day crosses and your outside run, your crisp and Dugowie's around him. So that's what I would do with Ollie. And they've got the guys on the outside that can certainly do that. But um, yeah. Well, they used Willem Drew ahead of him this year. They did. He took uh, one spot. Yeah. But I think that it's not the midfield for mine. It's it's not their yeah. midfielders that's their issue. It's everywhere else on the ground, including the ruck spot. And you mentioned Jordan Sweet. That's an interesting one to see if they can get that done. He hasn't really got the opportunity at the Bulldogs because obviously Tim English, we know, has been in such good form. So... That's an interesting watch to see if he can really develop and take his game to another level. Yeah, just getting a text through too. Boke hasn't got the foot skills of those players like Pendles. And, and that, to me, is where Port were missing. And I, I remember after the game, when you, it was all said and done, the Giants had such sublime skills. And I think I rattled off 
about nine players in the port side that weren't elite kicks. And in yeah. fact, Wines and Boak were two of those. Two yeah. of their better players. 100%. And so it does show up. But also, the more fatigued and the harder it is to spread from contests, yeah. the harder it is to hit those kicks as well. So not only necessarily are they maybe not the best kicks, but also it does catch up with you as well.